whatever, I would use my tarot cards. Like, I was so ashamed of them. Like, I would literally wait till he was sleeping in order to go play around. Pew, 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 pew. It is week two of What in the Woo Woo podcast. I'm your host, Lana. And thank you to all my week one listeners. It is a blast to see people wanting to get involved, listening to the podcast, sharing it, liking it. I love you all so much. This week's episode is all about what it was like to date a quote-unquote robot. No, he was not a robot, but we'll get into it. I'm really excited to be recording this episode. I've been thinking about this quite a bit and I think that there's a lot of valuable information that I learned throughout this process that I would love to share with my listeners. So let's get into it. So I want to start with some disclaimers in regards to this individual. I'm not going to be using his real name or sharing what company he works with because I respect him and I respect our relationship and all of that fun stuff. So instead of calling him his real name, we're going to call him Shorty. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna call him Shorty. Um, Shorty is not actually a robot, but he is a roboticist at a major company. Think Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, Instagram, TikTok, like think that. In, In the tech world, building robots for said company. And it was funny because when I first met him, I referred to him as the company he worked at for a while, just like as a joke. And it's something actually my friends, a ton of my friends did in university. Whenever we'd meet a new dude, we'd always change the name to something else. And I think it actually helped me in remembering like the guys that my friends were dating, like their names. So it was just kind of funny how I renamed him and yeah, he didn't get mad on like one of my exes like a really long time ago, my friends renamed him and he hated it. He like cried about it and he was like really dramatic about it. This individual was like super chill or I I ended up telling him that we renamed him and yeah, it just goes to show his content of character. He's not a bad person. I really want to start off by saying that that this individual, Shorty, is not a bad person and we had so many good times together. And honestly, if we were still living in the same place, I think we would still be friends, most likely, unless it was like not helpful for our lives. But this person is not a bad person. I really, really, really want to start with that. If you're watching this, Shorty, which you're probably not because you don't have social media, red flag. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it's so interesting. So many people that work in the tech world do not have social media, which is so suspicious to me. But anyways, so if you're listening to this, please don't hate me. Yeah, like you're probably not going to find it. Even if, you know, this individual were to find it, like he would not be mad. He would be like anything to support your business. So my intention for today's podcast is to talk about just genuinely what the experience was like to date somebody who is so different than me and like what are some funny stories that came up in regards to me being a medium and this individual shoddy 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 i don't like this name but we're gonna keep (laughs) we're gonna keep it so shoddy (laughs) 
what were some things that came up hurdles per se in regards to the relationship and you know what are some valuable lessons that I can pass on to people who are you know in the dating world or not even in the dating world and just I think that there's valuable lessons in this entirely so when I was manifesting like somebody I wanted to be with long term it was very clear to me that the individual had to be receptive to spirituality or spiritual but that being said to be honest I don't really want to be with somebody super spiritual like that's been pretty clear to me for quite some time because when you're with people that are like super spiritual sometimes it can be deep all of the time and it's just like too much and anybody who knows like if you're in a specific field you don't necessarily want to date somebody who is also in that field because it's almost like a lot of your conversations go to work related things i could talk about spirituality for decades like this is why i made this podcast because i find certain spiritual concepts and ideas really interesting that being said in my personal relationships i don't necessarily want to be talking about spirituality all of the time and so i figured when i met this individual when i met shoddy he was so different and i was like okay do you need to have the same interests as the person you're dating i don't think that you necessarily do like i was not interested in talking about anything super sciencey robot-y like I don't know and honestly and that's why I, ha I hold no no disrespect towards him probably not wanting to talk about anything that I was interested in well here's a little funny story I used to whenever I would use my tarot cards like I was so ashamed of them like I would literally wait till he was sleeping in order to go play around like, that is not good you shouldn't feel like so ashamed of the things that you do that bring you joy that being said, I don't think you have to like share that with your partner, but like you just shouldn't feel that you need to hide certain elements of yourself. I don't think you need to have everything in common with the person you're dating. And even like religion, some people like make it work if they have different like religions or the different religious beliefs. That being said, it's not like when you think about it, how many people do you know? Let me know, comment, message me. How many people do you know that are in serious relationships that have been really successful in long term that have totally different religious beliefs? Like I'm thinking about, uh, what's that show? Love is Blind, where there's the atheist and the Catholic girl and how like that didn't work out. But honestly, now that I sit here and reflect on it, I actually don't know a single couple. There probably is some, but that have such different religious beliefs. I think ultimately what it comes down to is having like mutual respect and understanding. Right away when I met Shoddy, Shoddy, I made an ick list on my phone. Now what is an ick list, you may say? This is a list of everything that you're noticing that doesn't feel aligned to your purpose, to what you're manifesting, to the type of person you want to be with. Anything, any little thing that gives you an ick, an ick being something that's like, mm, it feels off write it down and I would recommend anybody to do this for business partners for you know dating for new friends anybody just write down anything you feel like isn't aligned and so I did that with him and honestly 
the things that came up that were wrong were honestly I think he's not going to understand my spirituality I don't think his family would really approve of me because of it and it was all centered around spirituality and it not being aligned I feel uncomfortable talking about what I do to him and honestly because I have had such not so good experiences in the dating world I thought that that wasn't too bad I was like this person's a walking green flag I put him on a pedestal right away because my other dating experiences in the past were so bad like really bad <laughs> and this is not even a dating podcast but I just put him on a pedestal and I was like you know what he matches what I'm looking for and you know what no relationship is perfect and no person is perfect but within the first few dates you know your higher self already knows so much about the situation and the biggest thing I learned was listen to your gosh darn intuition right away and if you know that there's going to be things that are going to come up and not work out honor them listen to them and move on and I'm not saying that you need to look at people and look for their negative sides we all have negative sides but if something is just not it's a non-negotiable to you such as for me having someone at least receptive to my spirituality you don't have to believe everything that I believe in but it is a non-negotiable for me to be with somebody who isn't gonna have this energy that what I'm talking about is full of shit I just felt like stupid when I talked about spirituality I couldn't talk about things because mm -hmm. it was going to get shut down by logic and science and honestly why would you want to be with somebody that you feel like you can't fully be yourself around when I first met shoddy I said I was a hypnotherapist I did not bring up the fact that I was a medium mostly because there's a lot of shame that I still had around it and around talking about what I did even though I knew I was really good at it and I knew that there was you know obviously I was a medium but anytime I went on a date with a guy or even like met new people I would say I was a hypnotherapist because I really didn't want to be judged even hypnotherapy like gets very easily judged and it felt so much easier to just say I was a hypnotherapist because it's more medical I was still working through a lot of the shame I had towards being a medium like you have to understand people that used to do this were like killed for being witches and stuff anyone that had strong intuition was killed throughout cultures and society and time and so of course i hold that generational shame and also just my shame towards my family of just being different or being a black sheep so it's just so much easier to say ah i'm a hypnotherapist i would love to do a hypnotherapy appointment with Shorty. I actually offered it on our trip. We went traveling together and I said, hey, look, I'll give you a free hypnotherapy appointment. And that was when I was like trying to like really convince him that like, yo, there's some like magic in this. Like you should try it, like just try it out. But he was like, no, immediately. <laughs> like he shut it down so fast. He was like, yeah, I'm not doing that now. And I think that's why a lot of people don't want to do hypnotherapy because there's some fear around like a loss of control or that like you're 
you're being taken over or that I was going to, like, implant some crazy thing. That was not the case by any means. I just think it's really healing and releasing and amazing and cool. But, yeah, he shut that down real quick. I avoided telling him that I was a medium for, like, a few weeks. <laughs> and it was, like, kind of a joke with my friends. I was like, I need to tell him. Like, this is, like, a huge part of what I do. And thankfully, he didn't have social media. But eventually, like... I needed to expose what it is I do and it was so funny I remember we were watching Tiger King and on the new season there was a medium and I remember us watching it and he got so mad he was like what a crook I can't believe that he's just ripping people off it's all fake and I was like ah yes this is this is gonna go down really well amazing fantastic but i knew i had to bite the bullet did i tell him right there and then no i was like i don't want to ruin the moment we're having right now it was like just causing me a lot of stress and i was like well save that for the right time and the right day so shorty and i clearly had very different careers like this individual was making robots and like testing out how they would do in human interaction. Shorty was smart, like he was a smart boy. And that doesn't devalue me and my intelligence level. And I really had to work through that, that just because somebody has a fancy little job does not make them more intelligent than you. And intelligence comes in many different forms. Ultimately, I did tell Shorty what I do and the reaction was really not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, you know, he just said, if it makes you happy, like, do you sort of thing. But I definitely felt a shift in him towards me once I told him. And the relationship just kind of went downhill. I felt like by the end of that relationship, I was so much ready to step fully into myself. And I think the universe genuinely will send you people to like go through these experiences in order to level up. Anybody who's gone through a breakup that like comes out of the other side feeling more in tune with yourself and more ready to be who you are, like that is without a doubt the experience that I had. And so therefore I am extremely grateful for it. So I wanna talk a little bit about Shorty. This individual had emotions. They were not actually a robot. I think that would actually like deeply offend them. I think that was like their biggest ick is when people said they were like a robot or didn't have emotions. Like this person was actually one of the most emotional, most emotional men I have ever met in my life. He was a cancer and he hated that if I brought that up that he was a cancer because fuck if I talk about astrology because false, wrong, not science not proved by logic but he was a cancer and boy was an emotional guy like he definitely had emotions and he was definitely very connected to them if you are super educated on a specific topic and you have somebody coming at you with woo woo i get it like i used to look at people that were into woo woo things and i was like really come on now like i i can understand the perception that others have towards me because I was one of them. And like if you, I used to think that hypnotherapy was like a big old joke and I'm gonna do a whole episode about my experiences with hypnotherapy in university and like 
how it was super just like I thought it was super toxic and super awful but anyways I can understand how like looking at it from the outside it can look really silly and not real and not justifiable and of course there are mediums out there there are hypnotherapists out there that are toxic like with any career there are toxic people without a doubt and there are people that are not in touch with their intuition maybe as effectively like I don't want to toot my own horn and say I'm the most intuitive person in the world but there are people out there that are confused between their own thoughts and their soul voice or their intuition and so I can understand how you know you might look at me and think girly what honestly I think it became kind of just like a joke within the relationship whenever I'd bring up things about intuition or whatever like it was just like ah ha 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 but I'm like no this is what I'm saying this intuitive hit I'm getting is valid I just know that the person I'm gonna be with long term is gonna like honor my sacred intuitive feminine energy as one of the most goddamn amazing cool things in the world Something that I knew that was going to be a hurdle was the fact that Shorty's family was very, like, cultural. And I just knew that, I don't know, that there would be a ton of acceptance. And maybe I'm wrong with it because obviously I never, like, met his family. But as we were, like, living in Hawaii and we weren't anywhere near where either of our families were, who knows, maybe I'm wrong, but I do want to be with somebody long term that you know their family accepts me as a medium one of the things really come to accept is the fact that like not everybody's gonna believe you or like what you're doing or honor it as truth but it's not my job to convince anybody of that it is my job to align with the people that are meant to hear my messages the most I never chase clients they come to me and Ultimately, I always set out the intention that the people that need to hear my messages most are the ones that come to me and it's not my job to convince people of the world of woo-woo. And anybody that's, you know, new to spirituality or getting into spirituality, everybody goes through this thing where you have these profound experiences and then you want everybody to have them. And that was definitely the energy I was in for a while. And I wanted people to understand and feel what I was feeling and go through what I was feeling and, you know, open their eyes. But that's not even at all where I'm at now, nor where I don't, I don't think I'll ever be at. And it's not about me convincing Shorty that what I was doing was real. It was just about allowing myself to be open to people, whether it's relationships or romantic relationships or any relationships for that matter, that were ultimately respectful and receptive. That's all. I still reflect on the fact like, was he receptive? <clears throat> it's not about him, it's about how I felt. And if you feel like if you're in a relationship with somebody where you feel like you can't fully be yourself or you're dimming your fucking light for somebody else's comfort, girl, walk away. Girl or boy, whoever's watching this, do not 
be surround yourselves with people that make you feel like you need to adjust in order to make them more comfortable. Okay? Be with people that you can fully be yourself around. Have the courage, even though somebody seems like perfect for you and aligned and respectful, that could still very well be the bare minimum. Instead of asking your friends, did you like the person I'm dating? Ask them, how did you like me around them? Because your friends know you very well and they'll know if you're like shifting personalities when you're like when you bring this other person around and you're not fully yourself, by walk away sis. Be honest with yourself from the beginning when you start dating people. Don't like, I think within the first few dates, your your heart's not in it. There's no, there's no like chemical, like there's less chemical reactions going on. And you can think of things more logically. Honor that. This is when logic is, is good because as soon as you get your emotions involved with somebody, you kind of pull the wool over your eyes and you try not to see everything about a person. And you know, a lot of us know the experience of the heart and the head don't always line up. But sometimes you just gotta listen to that head of yours and be honest with yourself. Is this person fully aligned to what I'm seeking? And how do you know what you're seeking? Sit down, write it down, and don't sell yourself short. Do not sell yourself short when you're trying to attract business partners, friends, relationships. Write down everything that you expect your non-negotiables and you know you can have flexibility with that being a perfectionist in any sort of relationship is not healthy you want somebody who's exactly 6'3 with curly hair and one single freckle on their face like you could probably adjust some of that but if that's your non-negotiable that's your business walk away and knowing that the universe when you close a door opens another door and you'll be fine the only experience I had spiritually, I guess, when we ended things, I decided to call on his guides and without his permission, which honestly I would not do now, but I was a mess. So if you're watching this shorty, bottoms up. <laughs> I called on his guides and I was like, what is happening? Like, is he okay? I actually wanted to know if he was okay too, because like we were both kind of a mess. I did get some insight into him and why he is the way he is and why this relationship wasn't going to work. I had some childhood things come up for him and I'm not going to talk about them because obviously that's like very personal. But I did get this really intense download of him playing with trains growing up. And so we remained friends after we ended things. And one day I was just like, hey, were you like super into trains as a kid? Like, did you have a lot of like wooden trains? And he was like, how did you know that? And I was like, intuition and I think that that was like maybe a little bit of like a breaking point I was like how would I have known that and like yeah I guess a lot of boys are into trains and stuff but I think he like he looked at me like how the frickety frack did you know that I am so grateful for all the lessons I learned in that relationship and mostly you know about myself and what it is I want what I what it is I expect and what my non-negotiables are many words of advice I hope that you picked up within this podcast about listening to your inner voice, trusting it, following your non-negotiables, not settling, and just being authentic to yourself and to others. Live, laugh, love. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. 
I'm really excited for next week's episode. Anyways, signing off. Love you all so much. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs>